from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The LSU community still reeling following the rape of a beautiful young co-ed. Not just a rape, but a gang rape according to local prosecutors. I'm talking about none other than LSU co-ed Maddie Brooks, Madison Brooks. In the last hours, we learn one of the alleged rapists will be tried as an adult. It is a 17-year-old young man, Desmond Carter. He is charged in first and third degree rape. She then gets out of the car and is almost immediately mowed down in oncoming traffic. She's just let out. She's extremely inebriated, let out on the street, and almost immediately is mowed down dead. The heartache her parents must be suffering. Uh, But I want to go out to high-profile defense lawyer who has defended many, many rapes and assorted sex crimes, as well as drug defendants, knows her way around the courtroom, also attended school there in New Orleans, very familiar with the lay of the land and with the location where Maddie was not only assaulted repeatedly, but where she was mowed down dead. With me, veteran trial lawyer Renee Rockwell out of the Atlanta jurisdiction. Renee, the news, there's so many headlines this morning, but one of them is that the 17-year-old Desmond Carter will be treated as an adult. I assume you disagree with that. Well, Nancy, of course, now we know his name. It's been sealed up to the point where the district attorney has decided to treat him as an adult. So now we know who it is, 17, and going to be tried as an adult. Yeah. So the question becomes... She was 18. something... 
And she's dead. Right. Yes. And is this something that could appropriately be handled in juvenile court? Correction. I think the victim may be 19. But that said, she's a teen girl. Uh, did you say could his case be handled appropriately in juvenile? Renee, please. You know when I went to the DA's office, going to juvie was one is part of the rotation. My boss, Mr. Slayton, Lewis Slayton, one of the longest serving elected district attorneys in the country, would have to do indictments, then would have to do grand jury, then would go to juvie. And get slapped on the wrist. Exactly. You that there's my argument. Juvie is not a that's not a trial. Some judges, juvenile judges, want you to just sit around a table with a psychologist and go, right. what would and, be best for the no defendant? Plea. What? We don't plea in juvenile court. You don't plead guilty or not guilty. You either accept responsibility, admit, or you don't admit. There's no such word as guilty and not guilty in juvenile court. The question becomes to the district attorney in Baton Rouge, is this appropriate for juvenile court? And they have said it is not, charging him as an adult. Let me ask you a question, Renee. I assume you've heard of the seven deadlies, seven felony crimes, uh, for which it's almost de facto that a juvenile will be bound over or sent to the correct court, i.e. felony adult court. The seven deadlies. Let's see if we can remember them between the two of us. Maybe we can. Of course, murder, rape, sodomy, child molestation, armed robbery, aggravated assault, and arson. Oh, I think I got them all. Did I Did I miss something? I think that... I think and there you go. Kidnapping with injury. There's only seven, so sodomy must fall into sex crimes. Aggravated sodomy. Yep, 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 yep. That's right. That's right. So this is one of the seven deadlies. So it's almost a given he's going to be treated as an adult. I'm not sure what you think the cutoff would be. Maybe under 15, such as 14 and under. Uh, Maybe that would be an age a judge may not bind over, but most likely, yes. Now, Let's clear up one common misconception. When a juvenile is treated as an adult, they will be tried in adult court, but they don't go into GP, general population, at an adult facility. They go into a juvenile facility, you know, like Alto in your jurisdiction. A a, a young man would go to Alto. You don't really see a whole lot of teen girls treated as an adult because... They don't typically commit violent crimes. So what would your argument be in front of the judge to get this case sent back to GV court? Well, you look at a judge, try to look at a judge with a straight face in this uh, She's telling the truth. That is exactly judge. what they do. They look at the judge and try to keep a straight face. Would you try to start exactly crying, Renee? Would you start crying and have the mom on the front row crying really loudly about her son that would never do anything like this? Yes, and it's his first offense and judge he wasn't part of the he wasn't part of the that that's what is said. I would expect you to argue that because the juvenile records are kept secret, so the prosecutor really wouldn't know unless they jumped through a bunch of hoops whether or not this was his first offense or not. Okay, so tell me again, what would you argue? And and then and then just to mention though back to to what happens as long as he's a juvenile he is in the in the YDC the youth detention center but then once he becomes an adult he moves right over with the big boys you know but again if but he's convicted argument, he's not going to go to adult jail 
No, well, no, no, no. If he is a juvenile being treated as an adult, he stays in juvenile detention until he becomes an adult. Right. At which point he's moved over to the to the adult jail. So he'll stay in juvie jail until he's either 18 or 21, depending on the jurisdiction. Then he'll go with the adults. But frankly, on a rape conviction, he'll be out in like seven years. However, this is exacerbated because she was mowed down in traffic and killed Renee. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. stories with Nancy Grace. Hey, I've got another headline to throw at you. With me is Renee Rockwell, high-profile lawyer and veteran defense attorney out of the Atlanta jurisdiction, but you really practice in multiple jurisdictions, aren't you? Licensed to practice, let's see, I know back home in Louisiana, where I guess you're an expert in Napoleonic Code. Okay. Um, 
Are you licensed in Florida as well? No, Texas, Louisiana, Georgia. I knew there was another one in there. And you know what else they'll have, Nancy? And you can tell your client a thousand times there will be jail calls. Oh, yeah. And the only thing worse than talking about a case on the jail phone is talking in code about the case on the jail phone. Explain. So instead of saying, okay, mama, this is exactly what happened, they sit there and they'll talk about the case and they'll talk in some broken up code language. And the danger of that, Nancy, is an investigator gets on the stand with the district attorney's office or the police department and says, this is what what he was really saying, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. He was really saying blank. And he had the cunning to try and hide it. Give me an example, if you don't mind. So uh, let's talk about a drug case. Well, Mom, um, he called me up and he said he really just wanted, you know, a case of tomatoes. And um, I talked to him about going over there and we were going to mow the grass and yeah, just the, the code talk. That sounds like and a date deal. I've got one for you, Renee. Uh, and I can't take credit for this, I'm sorry to say. This is from Sally Thompson on Twitter. This is about the Murdoch case. Listen, Alex Murdoch. Mags and Pawpaw had been talking to Roro, Stakey Leg, Little Jimmy, and Fathead, who had heard about Pill Pills from Handsome and Dibble Dabble, who told Bus Bus and M, who threatened to call the Popo on the talkie talkie. Wait a minute. One more time. Okay. <laughs> who is Sally Thompson, whoever she is? I love you, woman. Okay. Alex Murdoch case. Mags and Pawpaw had been talking to Roro, Stanky Leg, Lil Jimmy, and Fathead, who heard about Peel Pills from Handsome and Dibble Dabble, who told Bus Bus and M, who threatened to call the Popo on the talkie talkie. There you go. I'd have and to have a on the chart. You know how the English teachers, I would sit there in English going, what? Were they diagram a sentence? That's what I'd have to do with some of this. But yes, we got some tomatoes and we took them over to Dodo's and then we mowed the green grass pot. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes. I love it when they talk in code because it shows not only did they do it, but they are cunning and artful enough to try to hide it uh, on a, a jail call and that they know that jail calls are recorded. You only learn that from experience. Okay, so the next but here's thing... here's what happens, Nancy. What? Also, each prisoner has their own PIN number. And they think in some form or fashion that, let's say you and I are in prison or in jail. Let's and I'm going to use let's your say you're in jail. number. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's I, say I'm, I'm in jail, jail with, my, with, my best, with my other best friend. And I use her PIN number and she uses my PIN number. Oh, that's sneaky. How long is it going to take? <laughs> how long is it going to take for the police to figure that out? Okay. Oh, wait. I've actually seen a case like that i didn't know it was so common uh you know who i love and the blabbing behind bars top mom casey anthony you know in florida they video and tape everything and they had her just cursing out her parents and nutting up totally when they would say so where's kelly and she'd go cray on them then another one i really liked was um do you remember Haley Cummings 
you and I talked about that so many times when Haley went missing out of her Florida home. On the, the jail phone calls, the ones that were videoed, somebody was there talking to them. She said, why won't that Nancy Grace shut up? Did you hear her talking about her child dropped some Chick-fil-A nuggets on the floor? She was so hungry that she ate one off the floor. She's nasty. And then she goes off. Misty Crossland, yes. They'll say anything. And they're not thinking that it's all being recorded. You led me down the garden path. The defense attorneys claim that Maddie Madison Brooks consented to sex. She gets out of the car and is mowed down by another vehicle that kills her. Um, prosecutors say all four of the suspects had been at the bar where Madison was also drinking in Baton Rouge that night. What is where she was a minor. It's not, 19 is a minor there, correct? She was a minor. What's Tigerland? Tigerland is off campus, down the road a bit, not very far, but a number of students live uh, in apartments, and the, um, the apartments have bars that are throughout, walking distance, don't have to drive. And in this case, Nancy... It was, as everybody describes it, an animal house, wall-to-wall people, elbow, uh, standing room only. You're just rubbing at each other's elbows. But the problem with, with all of this is there's video. You know what's interesting? You just reminded me of something. And I think it was, um, I don't think it was one of your cases. Um, but I remember going to so many strip clubs, uh, trying to find witnesses. When you go to a an establishment, like the bar we're talking about, it's not a strip club, but it made me remember going to places like bars, like strip clubs, and other lawyers would say, well, you're going to bring a witness from a strip club or a bar that was drunk that night? And you know, Renee, as I would tell the jury up front, sometimes you got to go to hell to get the witness to put the devil in jail. So, of course, everybody at this bar was drinking. Um, and Maddie's no exception. But you know what, Renee? Don't you get sick? And I know you win a lot of cases, a lot of jury trials. But don't you get sick of rape victims somehow turning into the bad person. They're the bad guy because they were drinking or drunk. I mean, it happens over and over. Just Nancy, it's called victim blaming, and it, it does happen all the time in sex offenses like this. It's called victim blaming. And you know Maddie's family now has an attorney. Yes. Good. I want them to have a the lawyer. The question becomes... And it's a shame the that the victim's, lawyer, the victim's family has to have a darn attorney. But that's just the way of the world now. There you go. And the question becomes, will there be a lawsuit? I know the attorney has gone uh, yeah. on the record and said, we're not worried about it now. Well, we're, he better we're, get, we're, I bet they'll get worried before that statute of limitations passes. Explain. I hope they do. Well, in a case like, and in, in Louisiana, it's called Ramshaw. It's called what? And the question becomes dram shop. Okay. The question oh, becomes dram shop. Okay. 
I thought you were throwing a little Cajun dialect at me, but you're saying dram <laughs> shop. Okay. The question becomes, is the bar liable because of the excessive amount of alcohol? Is the bar liable for the injury? Because you know yes. bars make money when they're serving this, this alcohol. And should there have been some safeguards to keep children, minors, out of the bar? That's going to be the question. You know, I can understand you a lot better now than I could the first time you pranced into the courtroom in a pair of purple cowboy boots. I knew right then, okay, I want to know her. I don't know who she is or what she is, but I want to find out. Because then your Louisiana accent was so heavy. And yes, that has been said of me in a different way. Uh, but I can understand you a lot better. But when you said dram shop, you, re you really threw me. You know what's interesting, Renee? How I started saying, you know, how many times have I said to a jury, what do you want a video? In this case, they have a video. The state is saying it proves non-consent because she was so drunk she couldn't give consent and that is borne out by the BAC blood alcohol content she you don't have to fight and get a black eye and have your clothes torn off for there to not be consent do you remember there was a time Renee when there had to be the jury expected there to be some showing of fighting back like a bruise like uh, torn clothing a black eye that's not required anymore not in, in a case, Nancy, where because of the alcohol content in the blood, there's no ability to give consent. That's going to be the question in this case. Just like a minor um, in many jurisdictions under 16, that number, that age number is different in different jurisdictions. A minor cannot give consent to a sex act. Just like a minor... That would be like John, David, and Lucy going in trying to buy a house or a contract for a car or buying cigarettes or booze. O-N-O. -O. A minor is deemed under the law not to have the mental or emotional capacity to enter into any such agreement, including enter into willing sex. So like a minor, if you're totally drunk, uh, Jackie, what was her BAC? I think it was 0.3 something. 0.319 is what I heard. I think you're right. 0.319. I know it's 0.3 something. Isn't the legal limit in Louisiana 0.08? That's what my understanding is. Yeah. Nancy, I am a Louisiana lawyer. Don't practice there now. So that is almost, what, four times the amount? Yes. Yes. Well, actually, 0.319 would round up to 32. So, yes, it is four times the amount. That means she cannot give consent regardless of her age. Um, I don't know what the age of consent is there, but it's irrelevant because of her high BAC blood alcohol content. And Nancy, in Louisiana now, there does there, it, it used to be 10 to 2. You needed only 10 to convict now it's it's the, you need a unanimous jury the question becomes can a defense attorney look at a jury and convince one person that these alleged suspects thought that she was willing to engage in this sex act another thing has happened renee uh 
LSU student Maddie Brooks and her alleged rapist were seen arguing as she steps out of the car just moments before a rideshare driver mowed her down. The footage was again taken by one of the four and was released by their defense attorneys last week. And she is clear, she's slurring, she's clearly drunk. She says something like, I'm sorry I offended you that bad. And one of the guys said, take her home. And she is apparently upset by what happened in the vehicle and says, I'll get an Uber. I will Uber on my own. Um, she, her speech is so slurred. Renee, I don't know how they think that's going to help the defense. Well, obviously. And, and here's what happens, Nancy. You've got four co-defendants. You could have ten co-defendants. One person introduces the video and it's going to be used against everybody. Oh, yeah. Do you think they'll be tried together? I, I do. I do think they'll be tried together. I do not believe there will be a severance, although all four are going to want a severance. In other words, in other words, each one is going to want their own separate individual trial. That is Especially, not going to happen. Well, it depends on the statements that may have been made. Just to wrap it up, it's a bit early now because we don't know what, what each individual's exact statement was. If it's my client, you're not saying anything. You know, what Renee just said is absolutely correct. You know, do you remember when I had to try Henry Hamilton? May he rot in hell. Uh, just so you know, parole turned him down a couple of months ago. Henry Hamilton was a co-defendant with another guy whose name is going to come back to me. And the two of them had just gotten out of jail and they sneak up on this couple not far from where you live, Renee really nice area sneak up on them and they had just gotten engaged and they were toasting out on the patio they had champagne they were toasting the engagement and these two sneak up they kill the man who happened to be a brother of an APD I might add and they start chasing the woman anyway all that happened when I was in law school I didn't know anything about it I come to the DA's office start trying murders and the case gets reversed all the way up, I guess, at the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. And it had to be retried. Remember, I went to the uh, evidence room and I found one x-ray, which I couldn't even tell what it was, and a hat that said, kiss my bass. That's all the evidence. It, that <laughs> The evidence room, the property room had moved a couple of times since the case was tried. And all the evidence had been displaced. Do you remember that case? I remember the case, Nancy. <sighs> and... Not only does evidence get misplaced, but people get lost. I know I had a wit and two witnesses died. And I'm working up to a point, go with me on this, that the reason that case was reversed was because of interlocking statements. In other words, Renee and I rob a bank with her, Jackie. And we all give a statement. Jackie blames me, I blame Renee, Renee blames Jackie. And we're all tried together. And then those statements come in. Now, here's the kick. Under the Fifth Amendment, you don't have to take the stand. But if a statement comes in against you, then, and that defendant doesn't take the stand, you don't have a right to cross-examine them. And they have said in their statement, it was you. And then Jackie doesn't take the stand, so I can't cross-examine her when she blamed me. 
in that case, Renee, all those statements came in. They were tried together with interlocking statements, blaming each other. So the case got reversed. I had to retry Henry Hamilton. Then our friend Al Dixon retried the other guy. So, Renee, that's why, as you accurately pointed out, these guys may get separate trials. Oh, I bet the DA will be steamed about that, having to do the same thing four times over, uh, having to go through all of that over and over and over. There's one way around it, Renee. They could redact the statements. Or they could uh, give somebody a deal or give a few of them a deal. If there's a deal. To get on the stand and testify. If there's a deal, it will probably be the one that did not actually rape her, rape her, the one that didn't commit the rape. I would guess we'd get a deal. Okay, Renee, we'll wait as justice unfolds in this case. God willing, it will be fair and swift. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.